just to go back to the point you we, we were talking about money before as you reminded me of a preconception i had of china that actually proved to be incorrect and okay that was before i moved there everyone uh-huh. was telling me like oh it's so much fun like you can go there and um haggle on on prices so you can negotiate for for a good price for for an item and right. apparently this was like a huge part of you know the shopping experience in china mm-hmm. um so i was quite looking forward to it and i was like thinking like oh how can i practice my negotiating or haggling skills for 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 items but when i actually got there i don't think it ever worked i mean on, on, <laughs> on various occasions that like for example like street food vendors or in shops yeah. and i would try to like um not ask for a discount, but just offer a, yeah. a lower price or try to begin yeah, that yeah. negotiating um, procedure. And you always get shut down. I got shut down very quickly, yeah, let me tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, just was not accepted at all. And mm-hmm. it wasn't like, to be honest, I mean, most of these items are so cheap anyway. It's not like I was trying to get a bargain. It's more just like I was yeah. excited. You to, just want to experience it. Yeah. yeah, to experience that. But it just seemed to be... Yeah, it was like a bit of an anticlimax. I mean, nobody nobody was really interested in in uh, negotiating <laughs> these prices. I mean, occasionally, perhaps for like green tea. I mean, the green tea mm-hmm. in Hangzhou was really expensive, and I think in some of the little stores they would they would negotiate a little bit and maybe give you an yeah. RMB off. But <clears throat> when you go to like Walmart or big supermarkets, they're just not going to give you any discounts, you know. Man, I'm joking. Walmart's go. I definitely did not ask for trying to negotiate in Walmart. Um, yeah, obviously, I mean for um, for street food and and these like little stores. But um, yeah, I think that's something that is uh, yeah not as as prominent as I, as I thought it would be. And certainly now, I think that a lot of these <clears throat> stores they. Are gradually like disappearing and, and moving into actual brick and mortar shops, um, so mm. that whole that whole thing about you know street markets or negotiating prices it could be a thing of the past to be honest. Yeah, well, the the whole thing about haggling is that um, you know first of all in China, um, Chinese people don't think foreigners get the right to haggle. That's uh-huh. why they shut you down straight away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, uh, let's put it this way, right? Like, haggling is genuinely like an art. I remember uh, when I was when I was younger, when I was little, like four or five years old. Um, I would go shopping with my parents, and we would go to these, um, you know, large department stores, or sometimes they have these huge buildings where they have individual shops that are owned by uh you know small small scale vendors that sell different kinds of stuff you go into those places you you maybe are after like a clothing item or you maybe are trying to buy shoes trying to buy things like suitcases whatever those those things that you don't typically buy all the time then and they usually have a higher price tag, right? Those are the things that you can haggle about. And you need a very, very high level of 
uh, eloquence to be able to haggle with those people running those small businesses because you have to imagine like how many people they're dealing with every day every day and then they're so well trained at uh, shutting down your counter offers so you know they don't have to blink if you're a foreigner that doesn't speak perfect Chinese yeah they can just knock you out in no time that would make sense and um, I think actually I did uh, witness haggling in January at uh, in Shanghai they have these famous suits um, markets I don't know if you've ever mm-hmm. been um, so where, where, where there's all these famous tailors and they, they obviously measure you and, and make these yeah um, unique suits for you and uh, I went there and there's so many I mean there's literally so many of these little shops in the one building so yeah. you have uh, actually I went with a, a local and they um, recommended the best ones to go to. And when, when I was in there, I did witness like another tourist or businessman who was maybe living there trying to negotiate the price. And he just, he got like absolutely nowhere. I mean, whatever she said, whatever he, <laughs> he said, um, the lady, her English name was Kate, I think. It's like a, maybe yeah. it's actually quite a famous shop. And um, she was just like, no, <laughs> like absolutely <laughs> not. But then yeah. the local person who was with me, um when she spoke in chinese like they did haggle about the price and they did get the price lowered um and i think that the kate she obviously said like oh it's because we know you that that's why we're giving you that discount Mm. but i just wonder if that's actually about perhaps about face culture i'm not sure it is also i guess it's kind of about face culture as well because and also the thing is um I tend to realize that people who are not from the country, you know, like in China for a British person um, or say for a Chinese person in the UK, because you're not from here, you're most of the time when you speak to people within the society, you're, you're kind of like on your toes. You're quite timid. So you're always trying, you're always trying to not offend whoever you're speaking to. And that can put you at, a great disadvantage because you would always tend to be more agreeable whatever they say you just you're you have a higher tendency to say yes than no so it gives them more advantage or more leverage over you when they're negotiating and they can just they can say no to you but you can't really say no to them if that makes sense i think that might be a case as well. yeah i think that's a good point and i mean especially for british people as we tend to be overly polite anyway i mean we always yeah. Try, try to say please or thank you and we're always like very courteous and um, almost over catering to the perhaps sensitivity or, or needs of others so it definitely doesn't work to your advantage when you're trying to negotiate the price of a, a suit in in Shanghai but I mean that is that is another point that I noticed I mean the way of doing a transaction is very much different I mean it, it seems to be like I mean, don't get me wrong, like people are like friendly and funny in China mm. when you purchase something and it, it can be like a very enjoyable um, experience. But yeah. I guess the difference is there's no need to have that mm, sort of courteous element or no, not, not courteous, but perhaps in, in the UK, it could even be seen as fake. I mean, just to be overly polite or to have to act in a certain way not to offend the person who's selling you that item where 
as in China, I'd say that everyone understands the fact that it is like a <laughs> a transaction and it is a business and you are buying something. So you can be a bit more like direct and sort of to the yeah. point. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure. Um, and there's no need to have that sort of um, element surrounding it of the other person's uh, feelings, perhaps. I mean, that's a quite a general yeah. observation, but it, 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 it's definitely noticeable. And to be honest, I quite enjoy it. I mean, when you can just yeah. get down to business, is uh, it's a different experience, and it's yeah, it's it's fun, you know. It's a really funny experience. I think next time if you're here, I I, sh I would definitely show you a place in Beijing. Um, they call it the uh, it's called Hongqiao Market, or they call it the Pearl Market in Beijing. I think it's also a very popular destination for tourists because they're very famous for selling pearl or other kind of jewelries and it's, it's a massive massive market and they're largely catering to foreign um travelers so every every single vendor in there are chinese but they all speak almost perfect english and they're right. so good with haggling yeah like the some of the some of the people that are selling stuff in there, they can speak like up to four or five languages. They can literally be working for like the bureau of like foreign affairs. I don't understand why they're selling stuff there. They could literally become a diplomat. Like they speak so many languages. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe they do become diplomats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's really impressive actually. The, so the yeah. Hongqiao Pearl Market in Beijing. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I would love to see that. I can, I can imagine. But the thing about that place, the thing about that place is, you know, the haggling is so direct, it's so in your face. Yeah. You know, when you first encounter into that situation, is it's just you feel like you're going to war with this guy. Mm. And then the moment when you agree on the price and you say, "Okay, I'm going to buy that." You know, you see like a instant and huge gigantic shift in their attitude they just become super nice and super happy and they start <laughs> recommending you stuff they start saying oh i'll help you wrap this up you know I'll, I'll toss this in for you blah 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 and they'll they'll be super happy super nice and yeah and and yeah. your your experience just like changes it just yeah. has like a huge turn and yeah it's, it's really it's really funny honestly like yeah. but when when you say no i'm not gonna buy it they just, you know, they could they could almost flip you off. Yeah, you're dismissed immediately. You're dismissed immediately. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. But, but equally, I mean, I think once you hand over the money, you become irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's but, true. That's true. Yeah, they're all they're only nice when you say when you said yes, but haven't paid them. Once yeah. you paid them, they're like, they're they're just trying their best to like close this, and end this conversation as soon as possible and move on to the next customer yeah but that's a good business spirit to be honest i mean it's it's impressive to be able to run it like that and i think in britain you'd see like it would go on forever and they probably wouldn't even make a purchase and there'd be so much uh, small talk and, and nicety and uh yeah it's, it's not efficient to making money i suppose yeah I, I guess so i guess so. well there's there's beauty in both of them i guess you know mm. i, I kind of like i kind of enjoyed um the british way of uh th this this whole like layer of indirectness um it also has like some kind of you know i would say also has some kind of artistic aspects to it you know if you can really if you can really make a good deal while you're playing 
according to these much more complex set of rules it is actually you know it's actually really really you have to be really good at it at least yeah i guess it, i guess you would be and i think a lot of the time in britain when you say something there's about 100 words underneath that are not said but everyone knows <laughs> yeah. yeah so there's all, all these sort of uh, unsaid truths and um you know hidden meanings um when people have a conversation and yeah. you also might just have like an agreement but you don't actually need to state the specific terms i mean it might just be implied and you might shake hands mm -hmm. and you both have a mutual understanding but um you don't really need to set it out in a direct and sort of impolite manner but um i guess it depends it depends on the nature of the business and um i think both are yeah both are equally interesting and different and um i would certainly like to visit the hong chao peril market when uh, when i come back to beijing yeah yeah it is a great it's a great place to go and just watch people and you find some really, really <laughs> unexpected stuff being sold there as well. It's, it, it was every single time I go, it was just an eye-opening experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can imagine. I mean, yeah. um, you see these Chinese vendors speaking perfect English and maybe French or Arabic. And then you see all these like foreign guys and girls that come in here and they start speaking really fluently in Chinese, sometimes even with like a Beijing accent to the, to the vendors and, you know, the, yeah. they make fun of each other when they negotiate and it, yeah, it, <laughs> it makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's brilliant. Actually, I mean, um, I was in a taxi in Beijing and there was, uh, and I was so impressed with the taxi driver's knowledge and ability to speak in English and he seemed to have like a very in-depth understanding of things in the united kingdom um mm -hmm. and he was asking questions about you know what crops do you harvest and like you know how do you bank your money and he was like asking about the political system and economics and it was like to a point where i was learning from him <laughs> i was like wow oh. i was like how does how does this guy know so much about <laughs> about the world about not to say that you know, a, a taxi driver wouldn't, but I was just surprised that mm. in his situation, he had like such an extensive knowledge um, of what was going on in other countries. And basically it turned mm. out that he's, I think he's been a taxi driver in Beijing for about 11 or 12 years. And he'd had so many different um, nationalities um, as, as customers. And he'd always had these conversations with them and he'd like yeah. picked up, picked up so much knowledge and, and stories of, different countries around the world and he was truly wow. like one of the one of the most interesting people i've i've ever met um so yeah it just it just goes to show like you know always speak to people and you might you might find out uh you know have unexpected surprises i suppose yeah that's very cool he, he pretty much just traveled the whole world without leaving the city that's really impressive mm -hmm.